The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the vote rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of the radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com and there you're going to see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side of the page is Bradley's show from the previous day. So if you missed that and you'd like to catch that, you can do so up until... 3 o'clock Eastern, which time he'll be live in that little area right there. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you got there. Look for the Rumble icon, bottom right-hand corner. Click on that, and you can join us in the chat on Rumble. A lot of friends over there this morning. Good morning. Good to see you guys uh, who are chatting and those who are not. (laughs) Good to see you guys as well. Uh, So while you're over there, be sure to subscribe to the channel. The channel is Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Sons of Liberty Radio Live on Rumble. And then also, uh, BeforeIt'sNews.com has given us the privilege of streaming live on their platform as well, top of the page there. So uh, please go over there and, and give them a little check out as well. Back to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Please do that. Again, you guys know the censorship issue. This is about the best way we can do things to get it out to other people. And, um, you know, sadly, that's all we have they they pretty much shut down anything except for the radio uh they they you know it's just the way it is but if you if you sign up for that uh check up your spam if you're not seeing it in your email because uh, they do try to censor us that way too through the email providers also just a quick update excuse me bradley's um t-shirt and book packages we're working to get something together on that but uh, the T-shirt is out, Soldier of the Cross, 20 bucks in our store, 25 if your double X are a little bit bigger. Um, check that out. And then also the book as well, Soldier of the Cross. Uh, I started it, and then um, so I'm doing a little editing in the middle of it, and so I'm going to have to start back over it. And, uh, yeah, I had floors delay and stuff. You guys know that. So it's taken me a little bit of time as I carve out little bits 
during the day, but I'm, I'm seeing the light at the end of the tunnel for at least getting rid of all of the carpet out of this house. Also, we've got uh, all the profits we're pointing to the front. That's brand new. Bradley will start promoting that probably in a week or something like that. But you can get that at Sons of Liberty uh, media.com go to the store uh, store link and it'll take you over there or you can go directly to the store thesonsofliberty.squarespace.com if you want to check it out there one other thing and I'm just going to do this for a couple of weeks because I told Brian I would uh, simply because I I enjoyed and learned so much at the Healing for the Ages conference many of you from my understanding got the virtual attendance you got to see and then you probably have all of the downloaded PowerPoints and the videos to go with it, like I do. Um, they're continuing to offer that, and they're doing a special here for listeners of the Sons of Liberty. You can get the full virtual sessions, all the uh, the downloadable PowerPoints, the Q- the Q and As. There were several of those, which are great because then you get the guys kind of being asked things that they're maybe not be talking about or clarifications. So you can get $50 off by using the promo code Tim and uh, you can get that at healing for the ages. Some of you guys will see there's a, a QR code. You can scan that if you, want. I know some people are sketchy about QR codes and I understand, uh, or you can go to uh, qrco.de forward slash B E capital P zero capital a zero. And, um, You'll be able to get that deal and be sure to use the uh, code Tim and you can get 50 bucks off of that. And I highly recommend it. I'm, I'm going to be downloading and putting them on DVDs for my family to watch as well because there was such good information there. And I think in the day and age, again, I, I spoke about this yesterday. You know, our knowledge, our understanding of things takes away fear of the unknown there. And if we know how to take care of ourselves, if we know how to keep ourselves healthy, then it takes away a lot of that fear that some people have. And some of you heard that in Gloria's testimony that she had fear. That's why she went and took the shot and she had to repent. Um, so, you know, I want us, I want us to be fearless as the Bible calls us to be, as we talked about yesterday, even in the face of wicked men, we should be fearless. Now, with that said, sadly, I'm going to have to share with you some things about wicked men today. We're usually doing that because we're calling people to repentance, right? And uh, and to do what is right before God. So I've got a couple of uh, <clears throat> updates on January 6th, which I'll toss out at the end. But this is a video that's gone out, and um, I don't really know the guy, but uh, he's called Muck... He goes by Muckraker. Muckraker.com. And I've heard the name before, but I don't know a lot about the guy. But this is a, um, there's a video that we we put out yesterday at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And some of you may have seen it, but he's put this out. And this is what, he put it out on Twitter. Federal child trafficking pipeline exposed. Exclusive footage of federal contractors delivering children across the United States. Now, we've talked about this many, many times. This has been going on for decades in this country, largely covered up under other things so that people don't see the truth of the matter of what's going on. But in recent years, it's become more and more prominent, and we're seeing it 
really, you know, what's going on with the border issue is not just military-age men coming across. It's not just that. We've seen where people pretend to be families to bring children over, and we find out that they're not families. They're trafficking the kids in. Then once they're here, the kids are getting sent off to God knows where because we can't even keep up with the adults. Once they have their little hearing, we can't keep up with the adults. Oh, by the way, I did see news the other day. Finally, somebody got some stones down there in uh, Texas and started sending, I think it was the guard. I'm not sure if it was the guard or the reserve. Down there to where they were cutting the, uh, where the border patrol were cutting the razor wire. They're actually sending them down there, and they're turning people away. At least that was the the report that I saw, the little video blurb that I saw as well. Good. Finally, somebody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Quit listening to the people who who are selling you out, who come down there to undermine you and sabotage what you're doing. Yeah, good for you guys. I understand that's in Texas. But this is this video here, and I want to play play it for you in its entirety. So just you guys on the radio, you're going to hear everything going on here. And um, But if you want to see it, you can jump over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, top of the page there, BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page there, or Rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. And uh, this is it. Check it out. Uh, so 350,000 unaccompanied children in the last two years have come into our country and Joe Biden's administration doesn't know where 85,000 of those kids are. Hey, what company you guys with? Where you guys taking this kid? Is this your kid here? So is this your kid? You know, these kids are kind of going places they never heard from again, right? No. Are you with me, sir? Can can I ask what company you're with? No. No? You, You won't tell me? No. Okay. Why are you being so secretive? Don't worry about it, sir. Can you stop bothering me? Why are you hiding your name badge? Why are you so ashamed of what you're doing with these kids? You don't have my permission to be taking any pictures. Uh, this is a public-facing place. I've already talked to the police. Hey, we're going to find you today. And don't, hey, don't get in my no, face, No, you're sir. getting in my space, sir. You're getting in my space? You're getting in my space. I need you to back down. Okay, I'm right here. All right, can you back down over there? You're stepping towards me, sir. How you guys doing? No, you can't Yes, I can. No, you can't. This is a public place. Why are you guys being so secretive? Who are the kids in the car? Every month, thousands of foreign children are trafficked into the United States via the U.S.-Mexico border. They are detained by Border Patrol, held in top-secret compounds, and delivered into the hands of human traffickers by government contractors, some of whom are CIA-affiliated. A sophisticated network of traffickers and smugglers are using the United States federal government as part of the logistical chain of their child trafficking operation. All of this is openly acknowledged by the Department of Homeland Security and Congress. Since 2021, 85,000 migrant children have gone missing, never to be heard from again. Others have been subjected to involuntary servitude, debt bondage, commercial sex trafficking, and possibly forced organ harvesting. This video will show how the United States federal government is facilitating the largest child trafficking ring in the world.
The trafficking operation starts thousands of miles away, in the remote regions of Central and South America. Some children are lured to the United States by digital and radio advertisements, promising a better life in America. Other children are sold to human traffickers by their own parents, and some are kidnapped off the streets in their home country. Before entering the United States, human traffickers mark children like cattle. Children are tagged with wristbands like these to indicate that they are clear to enter the United States. Often, adults can be seen carrying children across the border who are incapacitated. This is an indicator that the child has no relation to the adult carrying them and could mean that the child has been kidnapped. Border Patrol does nothing when they see this. They simply book the adult and the child in as if all is normal. Some of these children are part of recycling rings. They are used as pawns in order to get single adults into the United States under the disguise of a family unit. According to a Florida grand jury report, in February 2019, Belkin Idenia Martinez Parada, a Honduran mother of four, agreed to a scheme to rent three of her four children, ages six months to 12 years, to three different Honduran men so they could pass through the Texas border as families. After apprehension, children are held in top-secret compounds run by private government contractors in conjunction with the Department of Homeland Security. A few compound locations across the state of Texas include El Paso, Pecos, Eagle Pass, Carrizo Springs, and many more across the Rio Grande Valley. These compounds are highly secure and resemble concentration camps. This compound in Pecos, Texas, is double fenced with guard towers and floodlights. Let me ask you something. How many of you who are listening or watching this knew that this was not FEMA camp, not necessarily a FEMA camp, but how many of you knew they were using money and building facilities like this all over the country, especially here in Texas? How many of you guys even knew that? I mean, some of you knew, but how many of you knew that it, they were building facilities like this for all these people that are coming in? Interesting. Why is this level of security needed for a compound that only holds children? Other compounds have been established in former shopping centers. Southwest Key Programs, an NGO that shelters illegal alien children and escorts them to their sponsors, holds children in repurposed Walmart centers. Southwest Key Programs, commonly referred to simply as Southwest Key, is an NGO with a checkered past. In 2018, Southwest Key employee Fernando Magaz Negrete was charged with child molestation after sexually assaulting a 14-year-old girl at a Southwest Key facility. In 2019, a Southwest Key employee was sentenced to 19 years in prison for sexually abusing children and exposing them to HIV. While children are held in these compounds, the Office of Refugee Resettlement, also known as ORR, works to establish contact with the sponsor of each child. Under the Biden administration, ORR has eased sponsor vetting procedures in order to expedite the child processing pipeline. On March 31, 2021, ORR issued Field Guidance Number 11, ending the background check requirement for Category 2 sponsors, the type of sponsor for almost 50% of children. It is known to federal and state governments, as well as ORR case managers, that many of the so-called sponsors are in fact human traffickers. 
In a 2016 congressional report, it was admitted that children are brought into the United States by human trafficking rings, and that the United States is a source, transit, and destination country for men, women, transgender individuals, and children, both U.S. citizens and foreign nationals, subjected to sex trafficking and forced labor. In a report published on September 6, 2023, by the Department of Homeland Security Office of Inspector General, it was admitted that DHS may unknowingly release migrants, including children, to potentially unsafe conditions or smuggling operations. Finally, in a report filed by a Florida grand jury in March 2023, it was found that an employee of ORR was fired for reporting a case of suspected human trafficking of over 100 unaccompanied alien children shipped off to a single house in Texas to a government hotline because her ORR superiors refused to investigate the matter. Once ORR has vetted a sponsor, children are escorted by government contractors from holding facilities into the hands of their sponsor somewhere in the United States. A couple of the contractors involved in this step include Southwest Key and MVM. MVM is a private security contractor founded by three former Secret Service agents. The company has been granted $369.5 million in order to provide staffing and resources necessary to arrange travel and escort for unaccompanied children in ORR custody. After 9-11, MVM was contracted by the NSA and CIA to provide armed security in Iraq. More recently, in 2018, MVM won a contract to conduct research for the FBI's High-Value Detainee Interrogation Group, a program implemented to conduct overseas interrogations of terrorists. This same company is now conducting a domestic child escorting operation. Every morning, at McAllen International Airport, white vans drop off masked children with masked agents who escort them through the airport, onto an airplane, and into the hands of their sponsor. As you watch the following footage, ask yourself these questions. Why are the children and escorting agents wearing masks? Why do the escorts hide their name badges when they realize they are being filmed? And why do some of the children seem terrified to speak? Also keep in mind that in April of 2023, a former Southwest Key employee was arrested for sexual contact with unaccompanied minors aboard an airplane. This is what the escorting process looks like. Hey, is this Southwest Key? No. no. Who are you guys with? MVM? Nope. No? Who are you guys with? Hey, ¿cuántos años? Oh, why are you guys being so secretive? You know these kids are kind of going places they never heard from again, right? No. Are you Follow with me, sir? Can, can I ask what company you're with? No. No? You, you won't tell me? No. Okay. Why are you being so secretive? Don't worry about it, sir. Can you stop bothering me? Don't take a picture of me. You're not authorized to vote. I just take pictures of me. This is a public place. Hey, what company are you guys with? Where are you guys taking this kid? Where's this kid? Is this your kid here? Sir, is this your kid? Hey, ¿cuántos años? 
It's okay. It's okay. Amigo, amigo. Amigo. ¿Cuántos años? ¿Qué, qué país? And for people who are on the radio, he's asking him how old he is, and he's asking him what country he's from. And this little kid looks scared to death to, to give him any kind of answer at all. And the guy he's with is giving him this. Yeah, hey, these are too. kids. No. Hey, these are kids, sir. <laughs> Get the license tag. Do Everything some okay, running sir? of that stuff, and let's find out who these people are. Excuse me. Are they no. Oh, yes, I can. I talked to the police. This is a public place, and Texas is a one-party consent state. I've already talked to the police here, at length. Thank you very much. Just so you're aware, I'm not. Con I'm, not I'm, I'm more concerned with you. Why are you hiding your name badge? Why are you so ashamed of what you're doing with these kids? You don't have my permission to be taking any pictures. Uh, this is a public-facing place. I've already talked to the police. These are little kids. How old are they? Sorry, sir. <laughs> hey, are you going to check up on these kids after you drop them off with their sponsor and make sure that they are actually safe? Are, do, you, are, do you care that much about them? Are you going to make sure that they're not being trafficked across the country? No, you're not going to do that, are you? You could tell us their names, so this way maybe we could check up on them. Would you do that much? No, you don't want to do that. Could you tell us what company you're with? Maybe we could take it up with your supervisor. No, you don't want to do that either. Could you look me in the eyes at least? No, you can't do that either. Okay. What about you? Sure, all I can say is there's no comment. I, I listen. I'm not That's trying to harass you. I'm just saying a lot of these, these no kids, are, these kids could very well get trafficked across the country, and you know that. You know no that. So comment. I'm asking, could well, I know? Could I know where no they're going? No. Could I know where they're going? No. Is this your kid here? Is this your kid? Amigo, amigo, hola. Where are you taking this kid to? I mean, what gets me is if you look around, don't focus necessarily. Well, I'm saying that, and then this chick has got one on back here. But the only people with masks on that I've seen in the videos are the people who are either the adults with the kids or the kids themselves. Now, this lady back here has it, and she just walked into the shot that I froze it on. But everybody, the guys at the counter, none of these people have masks on. And somebody had brought this out before. Um... They, they brought this out before about the use of masks in kidnapping children. I think there was a lady, what was it, back at the beginning of the convids, where they said, oh, everybody needs to wear a mask. And she took, like, a little boy, or I think it was a little girl, took them into a dressing room in a store. It was like their, their child. And did some things and made them look like a little boy and put the mask on their face and you couldn't tell the difference. And they were just saying, you know, parents, be wise, be careful about what's going on here. Uh, you know, we're not to be ignorant about these kinds of things, about how what people can do here. I mean, my goodness, the wickedness of man's heart is the depths of his depravity are just unfathomable. They really are. And God restrains us in a lot of ways from how bad we could be. Total depravity does not mean man is as bad as he could be. It's just saying he is rotten to the core. That's why he needs a savior from his sin. 
And that's why we preach Jesus Christ and Him crucified. He is a Savior from sin. He is not just a Savior. He is the Savior. There's no, no other name given under heaven among men whereby we can be saved except through the name of Jesus. And so as you're seeing some of this, and we only have a couple of minutes left here, about three or four minutes, as you're seeing this, many of you are noticing this about the masks that are on the, the kids and the masks that are on the people you know, that are moving them around here. Now, whether these people actually know what they're doing, some of them probably think this is a job. They just move the kids from one place. They get them on a plane or whatever. And that's an interesting thing, too, because these kids don't have any ID. Yet you and I, when we go to the the airport, what do we put through? We're put through everything but a cavity search. And some people are put through that, aren't we? Take your shoes off. Take your hat off. Stand with your hands up. Let us go rummage through your stuff. Sorry, that's not liberty. That's not upholding what they claim that they're going to uphold the law. They're not upholding it. They're tearing it down. They're breaking it, and they're violating it millions of times a day. This is another area. If you really want to find out where your quote-unquote representative is, ask them about the United Nations, and then ask them about the TSA and their violations daily of the Fourth Amendment. There is no authority for them to do that. They've usurped it. And the people just said i got to catch my flight. Look, and I've been guilty of it too. Got to catch my flight. And we've tolerated it. We've tolerated it. And I'm not trying to throw a guilt trip on people. I'm just saying, we've done that. We've tolerated these things going on. And as a result, it encourages them to continue. Here's the rest of this. Ma'am, is this your child? Why won't you talk to me? Sir, can I ask who you work with? Sir, if I'm going to be reporting on this, you might as well just be transparent. This doesn't look good. How are you guys doing? Yes, I can. This is a public place. We're not public. This is a Texas is a one-party consent state. No, I'm asking who are you? Who am I? Yeah. Who are you? Who are you? Like you're recording us. Who yes, sir. Who are you? Yes, sir. Well, these children don't belong to you, do they? Why are you guys being so secretive? Who are the kids in the car? Because we're committing crimes. That's why. Uh, hey, we're guys flying to today. Hey, where are you guys flying to? Hi, uh, Hi. what's your name? No, hey, don't get in my no, space, No, you're sir. getting in my space, sir. You're getting in my space? You're getting in my space. I need you to back down. Okay, I'm right here. All right, can you back down over there? You're stepping towards me, sir. I need you to have some space, okay? Which company do you work for, sir? My name's Carlos, last name Mariano. I used to work for MBM Inc. My job was to take kids from point A, basically take kids from point A to point B. The job of, a, of an MBM employee is to come and grab these kids, take them on an airplane, and take them to a sponsor who is supposed to be a family member, but most of the time it's not. Did you ever drop a kid off of a sponsor and you could tell that there was something not right with the sponsor, like maybe he was on drugs or he just uh, something just seemed off? All the time, all the time, all the time. We would get people who were drunk, people who were high on weed, 
people rely on on other things. The sponsors themselves would tell you shit like, yeah, man, I did a line before coming here. I gotta go out and party again, but you guys got me here picking up this damn kid. Shit like that. You heard that first time? Yeah, 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 you hear that all the time. After delivery to a sponsor, ORR conducts a 30-day wellness check. This consists of placing a phone call to the sponsor 30 days after the initial handoff to verbally confirm the state of the child. Since 2021, 85,000, or about one-third, of these phone calls have gone unanswered. There is no police report filed, no new cases opened with Child Protective Services, and the address of the sponsor is not flagged as suspicious. The child simply becomes another statistic. The open border policies of the Biden administration continue to provide an endless stream of children for human traffickers to exploit. Until the U.S.-Mexico border is secure, many more thousands of children will fall victim to the federal child trafficking pipeline. Thank you for watching. If you'd like to support our operation, you can make a one-time contribution at muckraker.com donate. If you're unable to do that, you can support our operation by sharing the information that we publish. And if you don't want to do that, maybe you don't like me or maybe you don't like the name Muckraker. You think, it sounds fishy. I don't like it. No problem. All I ask is that you have the courage to stand up and speak the truth. I quote the great American Samuel Adams when I say, it does not take the majority to prevail, but rather a tireless and irate minority, keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, thank you for putting together the, the video here. If you want to support him, go over there to muckraker.com forward slash donate and support the guy. Uh, you know, part of the, the issue is education, but it can't stay at the educational level. And I think this is what we're seeing with, with so many people. There are a lot of people in the chat who are out there locally doing what they're supposed to do. They're keeping an eye on their servants. They're calling their servants out. They, they, yes, they've run up against walls sometimes. And yes, there are victories in the midst. And they can t attest to that. Many of the guys in the chat can attest to that, that they've had victories. And by the way, guys, don't let other people discourage you from gaining those victories because they're too cowardice to go out and do what you're doing. And they want to mock you and they want to put you down. Don't let them do that. Be encouraged. You see the hand of the Lord and what you're doing. Keep doing it. It's not just on the political front, but it is in this very issue right here. We've had Drew Nolan on the show several times, runs Victoria Tactical up there in, I think it's in Ohio, I haven't talked with Drew in a little while, but I wanted to bring him back on because Drew was involved with groups that actually rescued children. They didn't talk about it and ask you for a bunch of money and really didn't deliver the goods. They actually did it. And I think he's trying to start one up where he is at because of some issues that they ran into with some of the other people that they're in. But they've stood up and they've, they've, done, they've done what would need to be done as far as helping these children. And I think that's a great thing. I think it's a wonderful thing. In fact, one of the in interesting things that we find out is, is that children are very precious to God. Now, I don't think somebody just came up, and you guys remember that song, right? Jesus loves the little children. All the children of the world, red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. Yeah, he does. Doesn't matter your skin color. Man wants to pit your skin color against somebody else's skin color. That's what man wants to do. God wants 
something different from there. In fact, the Bible says that Jesus saves men out of every tribe, tongue, people, and nation. And that includes their skin color, too, because those usually go along with the particular culture. He saves people out of all of that stuff. And he makes them one new man. We read the other week when we were talking about who's the true Israel. Read Ephesians 2. I still got Christians coming at me saying, I don't believe in God's chosen people. No, I believe in the biblical chosen people. That is the people he calls out of every tribe, tongue, people, and nation. And he brings them into the commonwealth of Israel. Ephesians 2, it's very clear. No Jew and Gentile. And that's written by a guy who was a Jew. Paul. He says he's put us together. The children are the picture of the kingdom of heaven. How do I know? Jesus said so. This comes from Matthew chapter 18. Listen to what he says. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, Except you be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Wherefore, therefore, or excuse me, whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea Woe unto the world because of offenses, for it must needs be that offenses come, but woe to that man by whom the offense cometh. All these people that you see in these videos uh, from the Muckraker video we just played, all these people have some accounting to do. And I'm not talking about financials. I'm talking about they have an account to give. And they're going to give it. This is what I was saying yesterday. Bad guys, you're planning all this stuff against the people of the earth, against the Lord and against his anointed. You're a fool for your pains. You really are a fool for your pains. Didn't you learn anything throughout the 6,000 years of history? Men who want to be tyrants, men who want to rule other men, get what's coming to them. They do. They eventually get what's coming to them. You may think you're free now. You may think that God isn't looking and isn't paying attention. But as the scriptures are replete with how God lays out those vessels of wrath, surely you are one marked out lest you repent. And for many of these bad guys, it's so apparent they have seared their conscience and God has cut them off I don't even know if it would do any good to give them the gospel. It's so apparent they've seared their conscience. They have nothing to look forward to but judgment. And I say the sooner the better. If we can make the arrangement with the judge, then let's make the arrangement with the judge. That's what the people are supposed to do. This is the whole idea behind the militia, is to bring criminals who usurp their authority that the people entrusted, it is to bring them to justice. And that falls on our back, men. That falls on our backs. 
not our children, not our wives, not the women of the community, the men. That's why it's laid out so clearly in Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15 of the Constitution. That's why it's laid out all throughout the Bible. Men are to be the protectors. They are to be the enforcers of the law. And we've, been, we've not been taught to do it. But we're waking up. Our eyes are being opened to the fact of what our duty is. And the question is, are we pursuing that line? Are we just saying, nah, that's not going to work. There's too many bad guys. They got too many weapons. Oh, all this is just, you know, they're the ones in control. They're the ones in power. Let me ask you something. Is that how the prophets responded? Is that how Jesus responded? Is that how John the Baptist responded? Is that how the disciples responded or the apostles now, they had a lot more optimism, and they had a lot more power in their message than the drivel that comes out of some people's mouth to say, yeah, it's this, but then they don't do anything at all. Nothing. Except to complain. That's it. Over in Mark, chapter 10, Jesus has just given a talk on adultery and divorce, and then he comes down and he says, the scripture says, and they brought young children to him that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. How many of you guys ever been in a, uh, in a church where they don't want the little kids in the main part of hearing the word of God, which probably in some cases they're not even giving the word of God. How many of you guys have been in that? Yeah, I have too. Well, the disciples rebuked these people for bringing the children to Jesus. And when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased. Probably had a stern look on his face toward the disciples about, what are you guys doing? And said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. Or the kingdom of God, excuse me. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands upon them, and blessed them. Yep, Jesus loves the little children. The same, little, the same children that are being trafficked, sacrificed, sold into prostitution, more... You know, I don't even want to think about some of this stuff. I just really, it just turns my stomach. I don't know how adults go, go down this road of doing all this stuff to kids. I, it just makes no sense in my head. Yep. Children's children are the crown of old men, and the glory of children are their fathers. Proverbs 17, 6. Additionally, God cares for orphans. Those are children too, right? Orphans? Yep. A lot of these kids that we're seeing in this video apparently are orphans in some way or another. They're definitely not coming with their mom and dad. And you heard some of the moms and dads are selling their kids off to child traffickers. That's what they're doing. This comes from James chapter 1. And here he is, he's talking about the tongue and all, but then he, he comes down 
And he says this, if any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, that's what you're doing. Well, you don't know how to control your tongue or in the modern age, your keyboard and your fingers. You deceive your own heart. This man's religion is vain. I don't care what he knows, what he says, what he thinks. Can't control his tongue. His quote-unquote religion is vain. But, James says, pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Part of that, you want to say you're a religious person, you want to say you love God, do you love the children? Do you love orphans? Do you love widows? And do you visit them and encourage them? Or is that just too much for you to do? Hmm? See, there are orphanages all around. We've got um, Iron, Iron City Ministries down here. Orphanages also taking care of women who are pregnant and want to keep their babies, but they don't really have any option uh, open to them, so they're helping with, with things like that. That's a local ministry we have here. Is that what's going on? Or do we just get mad and we talk about how bad things are, that the children are being abducted, they're being put into this, this life here for the, for the enrichment of other people at their suffering and we want to say, oh, how much I love Jesus. Hmm. Hmm. Real quickly, I just want to finish up here. Just a little bit of an update. January 6th stuff. I don't know if you guys read about this. There's a federal prosecutor. Um, January 6th. He was, he was prosecuting one of the guys here uh, from January 6th, and he's in Florida. The guy's name is Patrick Scruggs. He's 39 years old. Um, he was driving along the I-275 on Tuesday morning when another car collided with his, according to authorities. Video captured by a bystander shows a man believed to be Mr. Scruggs getting out of his car and appearing to shatter the driver's window of the other car. The suspect then appears to pull out a pocket knife and slash and slice at the driver's arm. This is a federal prosecutor. We've got him on video. They've got a at least one or two eyewitnesses that say it is Mr. Scruggs. Now it's true, Mr. Scruggs has not been to court yet, but this is what he's charged with, based on video footage and an eyewitness, at least one eyewitness here. The unnamed driver, 35, was left with multiple stabs and cuts in the arm, according to the arrest report. Police said that the driver had experienced a medical episode moments before the crash. I wonder if that's tied with the shot. I just wonder. Which led him to swerve into two cars, one of them belonging to Mr. Scruggs. A good Samaritan who was behind the wheel of the second car that the victim hit told CNN that he had noticed that the driver slumped over in his car and realized he was in need of serious medical attention. So you've got these guys seeing that. You're seeing what happens here. And this is what's going on. Then you've got this. Now this came out of Judicial Watch. According to records, 
the DOJ, the Department of Justice, and we need to quit calling it Biden's justice and Trump's justice and Obama's justice. It's the Justice Department itself. This place is unconstitutional, this agency, just as much as every other one there. Why? Because the states are the ones to be carrying out these things that they agreed that the federal government would be doing, and how are they to do that? They're to be using the militia to do it. They're the law enforcers, not the FBI, not the CIA, not the NSA, not a, a number of the smorgasbords of NGOs and everything else that the federal government beast has created. It's the men who are supposed to be carrying out the law enforcement. And I'll guarantee you what, guys, listen to me carefully. If the men in this country would get that in their mind and their heart, that they are to be the law enforcement under God, just like the Old Testament, when we read those guys, if they'd get that in their mind and heart, we'd put a stop to this real quick. A lot of the junk that's going on, we'd put a stop to it. You start getting gangs of men, 25, 50, or 100 of those guys. You don't need a whole bunch. You, you really don't. You get a guys who have the mindset that they want to honor God, that they're not going to tolerate the crimes, they're not going to tolerate the people taking these kids and doing what you just saw in the, that 15 or 16 minutes of video. They're not going to tolerate it. They're not going to wait on Jim Jordan or Ted Cruz or pick your celebrity politician. They're not going to wait on Donald Trump. They're going to go do it in their own counties. They're going to do it in their counties. They're going to be like my uncle who lived over here off Tom Joy Road. Yep, down here in South Kerakalaka. And he looked at that road and he, he used to tell me, he said, Tim, this is my road. Not because he owned it, not because he was trying to be a tyrant. He said, this is my road and I patrol it to make sure my neighbors are safe. And if I see somebody on the side of the road and they got a flat tire, I'm going to stop and help them. And I'm going to say, you got to get on your way. And if they're up to no good, I'm going to still tell them, you got to get on your way. And I'm going to sit there until they get on their way. He cared for his neighbors. And we're going to have to start learning to redo that. Some men are going to have it. Some men already know how to do that. That's great. Some men are going to have to start relearning that whole neighborhood watch to watch out for your neighbors. To look after their welfare, too. And that's called love. That's not government. That's called love for one another. Let me just address something that's going on in the chat. Obsolete, let me just tell you right now, dude, throwing out men's sins as though it justifies your assertion versus what has been put forward is undermining exactly what the Scripture says. Just because somebody did it doesn't mean God commanded it. They were just as sinful. Or don't you get that? Are you trying to justify sin? Is that what you're trying to do? Are you trying to justify sin? Because that seems like what you try to do all along is justify people's sin. And it undermines the very gospel that you claim you hold to. If the gospel saves men from sin, why do you want to sit there and try to justify it? Looks like exactly what you're doing, man. You're undermining yourself. 
and you're showing it to everybody. Yes, men sin. And you know why? God pointed it out that they did. Did he justify it and say it was okay? Nope. Never said it was. But that seems to be what goes on here. No, you're not bringing up biblical facts. You're trying to justify sin. Probably your own. And frankly, I'm sick of seeing it in there. Bringing up biblical facts. Yeah, I can bring those up too. And I can tell you, every one of those people that you just pointed out, they had consequences to what they did, didn't they? Yep, they did. Consequences. Instead of pushing people towards, uh, away from sin, you want to somehow say it's okay for people to sin. Or it seems like that's what you're doing there. This is the other update. This comes from a Judicial Watch. The Department of Justice set up unprecedented apparatus to target January 6 protesters. According to a motion by attorney Roger Roots, this is what he said, quote, It appears that the government itself is the author of the most incriminating and damning document in this case, which was mysteriously sent at government request to Proud Boy leader Enrique Tarrio immediately prior to January 6th in order to frame or implicate Tario in a government-created scheme to storm buildings around the Capitol. As such, Exhibit 528-1 and the government's efforts to frame or smear defendants with it constitutes outrageous government conduct. This is either entrapment or outrageous government conduct or both. It's probably both. Equally improper is a Brady violation. This happens all the time in every single federal case. They're violating the law with Brady violations. They, they really are. Because the Department of Justice must surely have known these revelations before putting Special Agent Dabrowski on the stand on February 9th to introduce this evidence. Hmm. So what does Judicial Watch unleash? They received 90 pages of records from the Executive Office for the United States Attorneys, a competent of the Department of Justice in a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit that detailed the extensive apparatus the Biden Justice Department set up to investigate and prosecute January 6 protesters. The documents were uncovered by FOIA lawsuit against the Justice Department and FBI for records related to the death of Ashley Babbitt. A January 25, 2021 confidential draft chart indicates staff assignments. Several leads AUSA's uh, assistant U.S. attorneys are listed. One is assigned to white nationalist militias. <laughs> but if they aren't targeting the very things that we're talking about here, and by the way, I don't care if you're white or black. I played the black guys down in Georgia who showed up at Stone Mountain, and I said, I want those guys as my friends. I don't want them as my enemies. I want them as my friends. I want them, well, I'd love to see them convert to the gospel and really hold to the gospel and stand alongside guys with lighter skin than them. I'd love to see that. Or maybe some that have darker skin than them. I don't know. I don't care about the skin color. I do care about your ideology because your ideology is going to drive what happens practically. Here they are. One is assigned to white nationalist militias. Two others are assigned to Proud Boys. Another is assigned to Oath Keepers. Chart identifies Branch 2, Priority Incidents, and Subjects. Its tasks are to investigate specific incidents comprising the Capitol attack. Hmm. 
These are FBI records, by the way. His tasks are to investigate specific incidents comprising the Capitol attack. Branch investigations are staffed by criminal division sections, which with designated lead prosecutors reporting up to their section supervisors. To identify and prosecute the individuals and organizations responsible for planting pipe bombs at the DNC and the RNC. To identify, and that's probably their own people doing that stuff. I'm just telling you. To identify and prosecute rioting activity in the Speaker's lobby. And in particular, to determine whether there is a civilian criminal culpability for the death of Ashley Babbitt. There should be. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say the chick was okay. I've, you've, you've heard my... You've heard my assessment of that, even that video. I mean, I got to tell you, even to this day, it looks like it's staged. I'm just telling you whether the chick is actually dead or she's not. But if it really went down the way they're claiming it went down and she's dead, yeah, she was not a threat to the guy who shot her. But neither was she in the right climbing up into broken glass and trying to climb through a thing either. I don't know that that necessarily warrants getting shot and killed. It doesn't, I don't think. But she was she was behaving badly. Sorry, she was. There were a lot of people who walked through the Capitol who didn't destroy property. And that property, even though we have paid for it, is not ours to go and just destroy. But the guy should answer for what he did to her. And there's a whole list of stuff. I mean, my goodness. The... Um, the, 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 there are so many, there's phases here that are listed by Judicial Watch. Listen to this. Command Center, co-located prosecutors and law enforcement agents in the command center screen referrals and assign them to phase two, refer them up. Uh, push, they'll push up intelligence to branches one and two. Listen, all of this is coming as a result of the people departing from God. And again, can sit here and give this just down the road over and over and over. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. I don't see how anybody can't see that. That's exactly what happens. Exactly what happens. The righteous man wisely considereth the house of the wicked. This is what I'm talking about, about knowing what they're doing, understanding what they're doing, but also seeing the consequences because we know the word of God. But God overthroweth the wicked for the wickedness. And I'll tell you what, you want an imprecatory prayer? Here's an imprecatory to prayer to pray out loud this day, and we can all do it together. Psalm 140, verse 8. Grant not, O Lord, the desires of the wicked. Further not his wicked device, let they, lest they exalt themselves. Selah. Pray it again. Grant not, O Lord, the desires of the wicked. Further not his wicked device, lest they exalt themselves to the glory of God. See you in the morning at 6 a.m., Lord willing. Talk to you then.